laughing all the way to the bank. Hello, everyone. It's another edition of the Spread Brothers Podcast. It's NFL Week 4. Yours truly, Jordan, a.k.a. JL. Alongside my brother and co-host Marcus, a.k.a. Marky Mark. Marcus, what up, my dog? What is up? Uh, I'll just say this to open. It's not when you get knocked down. When you're judged, you're judged about how you get back up. And we're getting back up this week. Last week was a... Weird one in the NFL, to say the least. All over sports, I feel like, was just kind of wacky. Uh, but no, we're moving by, moving past it, and I'm ready to go. Refocus, move forward. Yeah, it was a was a weird week. Um, I mean, we're doing we're doing pretty good overall. Still, what do you have the uh, where we're at record wise? We went uh, two and four. Last week, so that would put us at, um, I believe twelve and six. Okay, overall okay. for the podcast, felt like we went like and, oh and thirteen. We were communicating all through text all weekend because you were in Vegas, and we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, it was just every time I looked at my phone at the Jags game, it was like, what the fuck is happening? Then I looked up, and they their fullback was taking one to the house, and it was just wacky. It was one of those, like, you texted me. It was perfect that evening. You just said it was just one of those days in the NFL, and there's always that one week that makes you question kind of, like, what you think about certain teams. That's why I watched a lot of film last night. Watched a ton of film, refocused, and I'm feeling very confident that we will at least – Go five and one together this weekend. I could use a six and zero. Oh, that's for sure. Um, <clears throat> I I gotta apologize. Dealing with a little bit of a cold. Um, <laughs> got that Vegas flu. So, <laughs> so um, apologize in advance for any snorts, sneezes, coughs, uh, or other uh, <laughs> extraneous sounds, noises. Um. But yeah, let's let's kind of recap and and talk about the weekend. A lot of I a lot of the same stories, I guess. We always I feel like we talk about similar things every week, but I like my stories, so back off. <laughs> hey, they're developing. Um, they're developing stories. Yeah. Um let's start with college football, coach Prime. Um the trains off the rails. Um if you think if if you think that you know, Oregon was a lock in that game. You're a racist. Um, if you if you think Colorado's not that good, you're also a racist. Probably belong in the KKK or you're a Nazi. Uh, Marcus, your thoughts? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't realize until I got on Twitter after because I was glad Oregon beat the shit out of Colorado. Because guess what? Colorado's acting like a bunch of fucking assholes, spitting on their O, doing their typical shit they've been doing. And like I Wait, said, they last were spitting week, on the O, bro. Go on Twitter and look up like 
what what Colorado was doing before. There's a reason why Oregon's coach said what he said before the game. It wasn't just fucking because he was trying to like get like you know the camera was there. No, Colorado when they got to the stadium in their travel gear, walked to the middle of the field, were stomping on the O, spitting on it, and just talking wild out of pocket bullshit. And it's just like when you do that. Colorado's acting like assholes. I don't care. I hope they lose by 100 this weekend. And if that makes me a racist, whatever. I don't like them. I don't like Colorado. They act like idiots. And then when people kick the shit out of them, they act like they did nothing wrong. It's very annoying. I hope Caleb Williams breaks the NCAA record for touchdowns in a single game on Saturday. Yeah, fuck Colorado. Yeah, um, I enjoyed watching that game i i sprinkled it a little bit went a little cash on that one yeah yeah see i see i didn't ask you that because last week i did say i guaranteed you put money yeah. on oregon so it's yeah. good to know I you put did. about two huns on it you fucking racist <laughs> <laughs> yeah jesus man it is i just looked in the mirror thing. and i said well are you you know do you hate black people or not and then i i placed my bet It's just insane because it's the same media people every time who who do this. And it's just like, why can't we just say like, oh, sometimes it's fun and great to root against teams that talk wild shit. Like Colorado has created themselves as a villain. We've talked, we've beaten this into the ground, but yeah, we'll just leave, you know, Jamel Hill is right. She is so right. She is definitely the most in touch person I've <laughs> ever met talked about or Jamil seen Hill in a while. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying she's probably the most in touch person on the internet. So I'm just going to say Jamel Hill, you're right. I'm a fucking racist. How about that? Yeah, no, yeah, whatever. <laughs> because that's, that's what it is, right? If I, if I'm happy, Oregon beat Colorado, I'm a racist. Because that's what everyone's saying. Yeah. And it's fucking annoying. Yeah. It, you, good luck <laughs> sleeping tonight, buddy. <laughs> I you, slept great. You got 300 years of blood on your hands. Oh, God. <clears throat> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. Um, we, all right. We, we, we went yeah. deep there. Next topic. Yeah, we won't be hearing much from <laughs> Coach Prime, I don't think, the next four or five weeks. So we'll hey, let that one rest. shuts up and... If he just shuts up and wins football games, I'll I'd be a fan of his. But they've beat nobody good. They That's got embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. I'm gonna say some really racist things. If he here. just be ready. Uh, put that in the quotes on Twitter somewhere. If he just shuts up and wins some football games. Well, I hey hey. Do you remember a certain coach from Texas a few years back on this podcast who I tore apart? Tom Herman, maybe the whitest guy ever. I hate Tom Herman more than I hate Coach Prime. And you can take that to the fucking bank. Yeah, that's but true. That's true. Definitely racist. <laughs> um, let's uh, yeah, let's shift gears. Another another big topic. Uh, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift made her debut at the Chiefs game. Mm. Bears suck. Um, yeah, I, I watched some of that game. I was kind of at the pool during the afternoon slate, but uh, I would go back to the bar and get you know another pina colada. And, you know, the score was like 30 to nothing at half. So I was like, <laughs> some fucking bears. Um, any developments on the Taylor Swift front, Marcus? You got your, you got your ear to the ground on that one? Uh, I just know I came back from the Jags game about as mad as I've ever been 
after leaving a football game and I turn on the TV and it felt like a fucking fever dream and I see T Swift and her weird like motions with Travis Kelsey's mom and I was like, oh, what is yeah. happening? She was with her yeah, the mom. That's big. That's big stuff. Dude. Yeah, they're in their suite. And I want everyone to go back a little body language uh investigating here. Watch Taylor Swift when Travis Kelsey's mom like moves her head. Taylor Swift doesn't just keep eye contact with you. She like stays squared up with you like she's pass blocking you. It's so weird. Yeah. Like Travis Kelsey's mom like leaned forward and and like Taylor Swift like leaned forward with her to like maintain eye contact. She does seem like she'd be like one of those creepy eye contact people. No, she's a psychopath. I personally think it was a publicity stunt because their podcast and like all this other shit uh but no you know, i, I saw this uh i saw this tiktok and it was like this marketing guy he's like a marketing guru and he was like this is the greatest marketing move i've seen in years it's like too late stage <laughs> it's too late stage you know superstars with totally opposite demographics crossing over like they're gonna see so much cross sell and like they're just gonna like boost each other's brands so much and they have developed fan bases and he was like well that that kind of makes a lot of sense so um conspiracy mind on do you think this is a business move, or do you think love is really in the air for Travis and and uh, Taylor? I think there what there's there's a mix. I don't think they're gonna really date, but I do think, uh, yeah, there was some there. They probably met a few times, and they became friendly. And they said, "Hey, like he probably said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if you came to a game? Like come to a game, and this is what's gonna happen when you do." I'm going to sell a billion jerseys to a bunch of bitches who don't know what a first down is. If you haven't seen those tweets on the internet, go look that up. It's like, girls, here we go. It's 10 yards. And then like a reply, I'll be like, what's 10 yards. And like, it's dude, go look up like Swifties learn football on Twitter. Uh, it'll, it'll send you for a ride because it's, it's wild. <laughs> we um, need the Swifties to get into the betting markets. You know, dude, soften things up. What an angle. I mean, what's Vegas going to do with all this Swifty action? (laughs) Tear them apart. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Yeah, I saw this one tweet and like it was a it was a meme of like a guy made and it was like this girl, you know, made one tweet explaining like how to score a touchdown and like the points. And I forget what like the quote was, but it was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. It was like someone needs to get these bitches out of like out of this conversation. And oh, just like I know my TikTok now, and like my Twitter is going to be flooded with it even more because my phone is listening to me right now. But you know, I just uh, getting home from the Jags game after that and seeing that bullshit. I hate the Chiefs. I've always hated the Chiefs, and now it's just even more of a. You know, whatever. I hope they fucking ride off happily ever after. But they won't. Taylor Swift Taylor Swift probably just has writer's block. Needs more material for her next album. Yeah, no, I mean it, it's a it's a content river for both of them, I feel like. <laughs> it is, dude. It's a con it's a content ocean. I mean, everybody's talking about it. We'd be fucking stupid not to talk about it. Yeah. We should literally just like for ten minutes just say Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. And somehow yeah. people like get a hold of this and we'll become rich. Well, the Spotify algorithm would like put us to the number one podcast probably. Um 
But that uh, part of me, you know, I'm kind of you know counterculture, you know, kind of cool and stuff like that. I don't, I don't personally don't like when there's these huge like things that happen and you're kind of forced to talk about it. I, I, I personally don't, I'm not a, not crazy about it. Yeah, and we have two huge ones in this football season with Prime and uh, yeah, yeah, the Swifties now. Part it's, of the job, though, you know. You got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you got to gotta hit the, gotta hit the highlights. Gotta give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Marcus, I do. Uh, you know, you went to another Jags game mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty rough outing for Doug mm-hmm. Peterson in the in the in the Wildcats. Um, can you just like what did you see out there? I didn't watch much of the game, so I'm gonna give you the floor here. What happened out there? Mm. All right. Um. It was it was a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Not a cloud in the sky. It wasn't as hot as the Chiefs game. You know, we we pin them inside the fifteen. The first kickoff, they go three and out. We get the ball. At that point, I'm thinking like this is easy. Like we're gonna beat the shit out of these guys. Trevor throws a absolute perfect ball to Calvin Ridley, and he drops it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Then from then on out, it was just a fucking disaster. We got. Zero pass rush against a Texans offensive line that was depleted, which is a head scratcher to me. Uh, we dropped passes. Jamal Agnew fumbled again. We let a fucking fullback take it to the house off a pooch kick that was muffed. That one, like, and it was crazy, dude. Like, when I saw that live, I, I was so shocked. I, I I didn't even know what to think. I was like, did that really just fucking happen? It was then, hauling ass. <laughs> dude. And we cut it like, yeah, the first half was bad. Then we get the ball and we go down and score 17, seven. I'm like, okay, this is still a game. Literally after we make it 17, seven, they take it to the crib on that kickoff. Then our next possession, Trevor throws an interception. And at that point I had a three forceful tall boy seltzer and I gronk spiked it on the concrete and left the fucking stadium. I was so <laughs> mad and it splashed everywhere. Um, because like it, with the section we were in, I was kind of on the edge, so I like I didn't spike it in the middle of a bunch of people, but it definitely there was some there was some moisture that hit people to say yeah, the least. Some friendly fire, yeah. And I mean, I spiked it as hard as I could. I think I don't know if the can exploded because I spiked it and walked off. And uh, yeah, like, got in the car. At, were you like able to? be self-aware in that moment like were people looking no, at you dude. or you, were you just seeing oh i mean red? everybody i mean everybody in my section because we had a pretty live section it was really fun beginning of the game we were all high-fiving talking really good vibes and then it just came crashing down no no one said shit to me but again they may have but i was so blinded with rage that i just uh kept moving i will say the best part of that game was the chicken nuggets me and my wife got or chicken tenders me and my wife got at halftime. Uh, Good Jacksonville Stadium, at, at the uh, TIA oh. Bank, huh? Uh, it's Everbank now, but Everbank. yes, but yeah, but and the best part is they give you as many ranches as you want. So we got like six ranches. We got like one ranch little thing per tender. Can't skimp on the ranch. And we get, you know, we get the tenders. They come out, they score, and I'm like, we're fine, we're fine. And then you know, fucking fullback boy. I don't know. It's. <laughs> The Jags have to be better up front. 
But I really think, dude, they just got to calm down and play. If Calvin Ridley makes that catch at the beginning of that game, I think it's a totally different game. They're pressing. They got to give Trevor more time. Once Cam Robinson comes back, I think that'll fix a lot of it. But ugly, man. Losing to 20 to the Texans at home, that's a fucking big red flag. But Vegas hasn't given up on the Jags. They're minus three this weekend. I'm not giving up. I'm not picking them. I'm just going to watch the Toy Story stream and fucking, you know, just vibe out to that. But, God, do we need a win. The Jags are young. I think they're going to start out rocky. I still think they're going to be a playoff team. They just need to find what works well and then just fucking do that. I think they'll be all right. I agree. I I believe in Trevor. I believe in Doug. I believe in Calvin Ridley. Um, it, it sucked, but the, the seltzer spike was thinking back one of the funniest things I've ever done at a live football game. Cause it was a, I mean, it was an explosive spike. <laughs> Did it feel, I mean, it must've felt good when you like, Oh, I mean, it felt amazing. <laughs> what I did your wife say? Nothing, nothing at all. She was, I mean, dude, I think everybody was so shocked and pissed. Like anything, like anything goes. I literally spiked it and said, let's go. And then we were just, next thing I know, we were in our car, like a mile away. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, thanks for that in-depth recap. I think I do think the Jags bounce back this weekend over the pond in London. Love those yeah, early games, thanks, huh? Thanks, uh, yeah, thanks to the viewers for letting me have a little therapy session there because, hey, uh, got to it, get it been, out. Or else you'll carry it with Thursday. you into other, you know, picks. You got to just flush well, it out. Yeah, and today's Thursday, and I got to say, today's probably the first day since Sunday I've been able to, like, clear-headed be like, all right, we just need to get a win. We just need to win Sunday. Because Monday and Tuesday I was, like, watching the game again and just, like, sulking. But I mean, this is a must-win for the Jags. Absolutely. They, if they lose to Atlanta, they got to beat the Bills. We can't go 0-2 in London. Yeah. Or East Jacksonville is what people are calling it here. Yeah, can't can't lose um, this weekend. So I'll be uh, watching that game with you in mind. Yeah, I uh, I guess I'll you know with my time in Vegas, we did a little bit of everything. Went to a music festival, saw Roosevelt at the festival. Um, went to the after party where he was DJing, and we like thought we weren't going to get in because the line was crazy. But a bouncer came up to me and my wife, put us right up on the rooftop, right by Roosevelt. Got to meet him um you know like was basically put in roosevelt's vibe zone for the rest of the evening and was like right by him it was fucking awesome so we got way more Can than I ask we bargained a question? for yeah what's up is he as chill in person as he seems like he would be like are the vibes that yeah yeah no he's okay. he's very like unassuming guy he's like a skinny slender dude he, you know he was uh yeah just had a very warm personality <laughs> Um, his real name's Marius. He's German. Marius. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, and I was gonna say you don't see too many thick DJs. Most DJs have that slender build. Well, kind of that. You know what I mean? Thick DJs, <laughs> <laughs> like big boy DJs. I don't. Yeah. You don't really see that too often. Like super buff. Well, you got Shaq, uh, DJ Diesel. Shaq. Um. Yeah. 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 We went. We saw Cirque du Soleil. Um. How was that? It's fucking amazing. Um, yeah, and then we had a pool day, ate a bunch of food. We went to a steakhouse. I played blackjack for eight hours straight from midnight until eight in the morning. Um, 
won one pretty you know did pretty good on the blackjack tables it took me a long time but yeah got it done and uh yeah now i'm sick because i think i just like partied way too hard this weekend so we had a we had a uh a deep brotherly moment sunday morning because i you know i went to bed early saturday woke up you know early sunday get ready for the tailgate get the cooler packed you texted me at 8 a.m. Eastern, which would have been 5 a.m. Vegas, and you were still grinding. And I was literally getting ready to text you saying how you were like I just to check in how you were doing. And I got a text while I was texting you. So that was that was cool. And sound like you kind of you hit up them dealers at El Cortez again. They uh they're gonna they're gonna ban you soon. Yeah, actually, um I lost about half my bankroll like by about three AM. And then started working back and then ended up um, ended up getting about half of what I bought in with had one above that. So did pretty good. Um, then I got murdered in the NFL. But we're going we're gonna to write the ship on that department this week. I mean, you still have to be up overall, right? Oh, no. I mean, I, I lost, to give you the, you know, the real numbers, I'm up about... 3500 on the season before Sunday I lost about 800 on Sunday so Oh dude yeah we're fine Just stick to the process you're going to yeah Let yeah, me ask you good. this what's your like do you have a number in mind every season that you want to profit from NFL like is there a number you have in your head I mean this year after the after how we started I thought I want I thought I was going to get to 15 okay Okay we can still get there but we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm scaling back now. I, I basically took profit, and now I'm going to be betting smaller units, and I got to basically rebuild. So we need a six and a week. I do want to add this because uh, we need to we need to spend a weekend together, or rather, it's in Chicago or here. But I did tell the folks I tailgate with that there was going to be damn near a clone of me maybe coming down in November for the Titans game. And they were very excited for that. Okay. Okay. So, oh, I need to book those just, tickets. Yeah. I'll get that lined well, up. You booked, you book, you book the planes. I'll buy the game tickets and all the, yeah, we'll be, okay. we'll be good to go. Deal. Shh. My wife just got home. Coco's barking. She's sweet talking. Can't Marcus, let's get into some picks and let's get this party started for NFL week four. You ready? I am so fucking ready. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Uh, I'll get things started. Uh, my first pick, um, it's kind of a trend with me, but I'm taking the Browns minus three at home against the Ravens. A few reasons why I like this pick. Uh, the Ravens royally fucked me this weekend. Uh, they were at home against the Colts. I saw they were down in a low-scoring game, and I was like, are you kidding me? The Colts on the road against Ravens at home. I threw a large bet on the money line for the Ravens and got field gold to death. They, the, you know, the Colts made like a million field goals. The Ravens are incapable of making a big play. Like they cannot get the ball down the field. They just like run the ball. They do it well. They run the ball well, but I just don't think they're very good. And their defensive backfield is is fucking terrible. Like they let Gardner Minshew kind of dime them up. It was really embarrassing for the for the Ravens. The Browns are a lot better. Their defense is going to shut them down, shut down the Ravens. I think Deshaun Watson has his best game of the year so far, and I think the Browns cover this spread no problem. I'm taking the Browns at home, minus three. I love that pick. 
And that was the game I was looking at at the game, at the Jags game. They had the Colts, uh, Ravens playing. And just like you said, man, the Ravens really struggle to get anything down the field, and that's going to be a huge problem for them. And it's a huge critique of Lamar. I mean, he's a great athlete, but at some point as a quarterback, you got to make big plays. So love that pick. My first pick, this is a film pick. This is a study pick. I watched every game on condensed film, and there was one matchup that just glared to me as a, you know, kind of a what? Huh? Uh-huh. Um, it's Tampa Bay plus three and a half at New Orleans. Got it. I, I think Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay just looks like a better team. I thought this was going to be a pick 'em. I thought it'd be a coin flip just because it's in New Orleans. I saw three and a half, and I said, "That's." It, I mean, it's a lock. It's a lock. I, I'm very confident here. I really like what Tampa Bay does, not only offensively but defensively, and I think they're going to be one of those teams that just continues to get better. As, as the year goes on. So I love this pick. Probably my favorite pick of the weekend. Uh, Tampa Bay plus three and a half. Lock that shit in. Attaboy, Marcus. Um, I got a pick for us. Another over. My, I'm going to finish it out with a couple overs here. This one might want to strap in for. This one's a little ugly, folks. But I'm going with the Bears Broncos. Uh, over 46 and a half uh, playing in Chicago. Going to be a beautiful day in Chicago. Perfect weather, no wind. Here's here's why I like this pick, and here's my philosophy. Um, both of these defenses suck. Cock. Big, hairy, veiny cocks. Um, I mean, the Broncos just gave up almost an NFL record for points last week. The Bears are picking up guys off people's practice squad in their defensive backfield. I mean, this is this is an opportunity for both of these teams to find their offensive footing, and if and if they, you know, I, I imagine they will both be very aggressive, and if one of them finds a way to not put points on the board and not make this, you know, an offensive game, I, people are going to lose their job, and 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 in that case, I'm okay with betting this because even if I lose, I know someone's getting fired, so. I'm taking the Bears Broncos over 46 and a half. Lock it up. You yeah, I mean two really really bad defenses. This has to score more than that. Love it. Um I'm going I was in between here on the over or just taking the Chargers and I'm taking the Chargers minus five and a half at home. I the Chargers have started off kind of slow, you know, one and two. Uh, Justin Herbert plays great at home. And I don't think the Raiders are going to be able to keep up. I'm not impressed with Vegas. I know some people might be. I'm not. They look bad. Watch that film. I watched the, you know, the Raiders game. And I just like, they got to go play Justin Herbert at home where he historically has played very well. I think Herbert has... Maybe his best game of the season on Sunday. Uh, they win by a touchdown, five and a half. It might be, it might be close, but I, I really, really, really like the Chargers. Probably to win by eight or ten, like a thirty-one twenty-one game. Uh, five and a half's way too small. If it was six and a half, I would have thought twice, but I got five and a half. So five and a half all the way. 
Chargers, lock it in. Great pick, Marcus. My last pick. I'm 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 going. I'm keeping my analysis pretty short here, and and it's going to be the same case uh, on this game. I'm taking the Bills Dolphins over. It's the top two offenses in the league. Um, if you look at their average points per game. I mean, they're off the charts. And I know we got a small sample size with the Dolphins hanging 70 and, and this and that, but like all this takes is, a, is an early touchdown in this game, and this game's off to the races. So, yeah, you're right. We do need this game to, to get a touchdown early, or else it could turn into keep away ball. You know, the Bills can run the ball. I could see them trying to keep the Dolphins off the field. So that would be like worst case scenario. But one early touchdown here, and this game is going way over. I'm willing to take a bet on that. Give me the Bills Dolphins over 53 and a half. Yeah, and I was going to say uh when it's like it's like being hot on a crab's table, like you just got to ride the Dolphins right now. They are playing free, playing fun, playing fast. It's uh they if they're going to score probably 14 points in the you know, maybe 10 points in the first quarter. And if that's the case, this game's going to go way over because that's going to force, like you said, Josh Allen to throw the ball, which he can do. Um, love that pick. I think if you're not betting Dolphin overs right now, you're crazy because they are in in a rhythm. Yeah, side note, dude, Tua looks I've, – I've never been a huge Tua guy, but he looks so fucking good. Like, Dude, he's just he, comfortable, man. He's got time. He's – they're playing free. It's amazing. Well, he gets the ball out so quick. Like when when he yep. decides where he's going with the ball, it just it's like a jugs machine back there. It is awesome to watch. Yeah, they are. are uh, I mean, they're like after the Cowboys losing. How can you say the Dolphins aren't the number one team in the NFL right now? Yeah, most people got them at most people got them at one right now. Yeah. Okay. So my last pick. Uh, I don't know this one. I had to think a little on this one, but it 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 didn't really make much sense to me. But I'm gonna go Jets Chiefs under forty one and a half. I wanted to take the Chiefs, but there again, I said it last week. There's dogs on that Jets defense, and if if Zach Wilson would have just played decent, they probably would have won that game. He played terrible again. They lost by five. Um, the Chiefs haven't looked great offensively yet. I mean, it was the Bears. It was the Bears. They look good against the Bears at home. Um, but when I see what Houston did to Jacksonville live and what I saw Jacksonville's defense like give the Chiefs some issues live, I'm curious on what this Jets defense can do to the Chiefs. I think this game actually could be – really really close the jets have to figure out a way to to just score some points get to like 16 points uh i i don't see this game scoring in the 40s it's going to be probably 35 38 points uh going to be an ugly game i think it's another one of those head scratchers for the chiefs where chiefs fans are you know begging taylor swift was uh was in attendance but that's my final pick. I got uh, Chiefs, Jets, under 41 and a half. So just to wrap up my three picks, I got the Bucks plus three and a half. 
The Chargers minus five and a half. And Jets, Chiefs under 41 and a half. Let's go. Boom. I, this is feeling good. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, uh, recap mine. I mean, that those felt great. I mean, those, I think you're, you're in for a good one, Marcus. Uh, my three, we got Browns minus three at home versus the Ravens. Bears, Broncos over 46 and a half in Chicago. And the Bills, Dolphins over 53 and a half. Marcus, that wraps it up for NFL week four. Any closing statements, thoughts? All I got to say is I appreciate you toughing it out. I know you're not feeling well. I want you to rest up, get hydrated, uh, get ready for Sunday. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for listening, folks. We're bouncing back. <laughs> Don't spike any seltzers. And if you are not a Colorado fan, you're a racist. Follow us on Twitter at The Spread Bros. <laughs> and we will see you next week.
situation got you mad, I would be too. Cause damn she bad, damn she bad.